Sixteenth. Six, eight, ten, twelve, go. Welcome to Cinematically Christian. This is our sixteenth podcast. Sixteenth. That's older than you are. That's more podcasts than you have neat years upon your body. This is Felix. Yeah, right? Okay. It feels weird. <sighs> feels weird? Yeah. Or it feels rigged? Want to be s- both. Okay. How, how old do you <clears> want to be? Sixteen. You want to be sixteen? Yeah. Okay, you're almost there. No, I want to be 21. Not. I feel like all my friends are 21. You want to be 21? <laughs> I want to look 21. <laughs> <laughs> so. You look my age, man. Yeah, I know. So, and I look your age. I know. Just swap bodies. We did Lord of the Rings. Did all three. <laughs> we watched all three And Lord we of the Rings. watched the extended versions. And the extended versions, which are like four hours long each. I can't believe you guys. It's about 12 hours. 11 hours and 9 minutes. It was a blast. Kind of. <laughs> They're so long. <laughs> They're so long. Like, wh- why? But it was good. No, like, no good, hour boy. was wasted. Why are they so long? The last one was kind of dragging at the end. Like, just cut it. End it. You know? <laughs> Kill somebody. Do something. I just want to see. You know? Really? Only, like, three people died. Yeah, the dwarfs didn't die. Which I'm still kind of hurt about. So if you, haven't watched, if you haven't watched the movie, I would really recommend going watching them first, because we will reveal a lot of spoiler alerts that would ruin the movie experience for <laughs> you. It's been out for a while, though. Yeah, it's been out for a while. Yeah, what's the line for spoilers? Spoiler. spoiler? Like, like, I feel like there should be a limit. I feel like that one we have to be a little bit more discreet on. It's like soul. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, most of our, our average listener age is like 21, and like... No, yeah, we usually never say before. watch out for spoilers. We always say watch out for spoilers. I never say watch out. It's kind of like you're watching a, you're hearing a podcast about movies. Yeah, expect it. We, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's fair. All right, Daisy, take us away. Describe it. All right, Bring so us into <laughs> the film. Again, it is Marty. three movies, and they're each four hours long. So we're gonna try our best to recap. Like, the summary of the movies. Uh, so it takes place in Middle-earth, where we have hobbits, men's el- uh, men, elves, and dwarfs. <laughs> <laughs> what is Middle-earth? Middle-earth is this where it takes place. It's not a certain place. I mean, it looks like Earth. It's called Middle-earth. Like, Narnia? Like, why are you asking what Narnia is? It's just a place. Everyone knows what Narnia is. Because I know what Narnia is. You go in a closet, and there's Narnia. What, yeah. what more questions do you it's, have? It's a galaxy far, far away. So no, it you know. takes place in Earth, but it's, it's called Middle Earth. You ever seen Godzilla? So Maybe like, Earth like a different Middle variation. Have you ever seen Godzilla and King Kong? Huh? You've seen Godzilla and King Kong, right? Yeah. It's the same of the Earth. Got it. Okay. Go. Go. It's called Middle Earth. You don't need enough. It's like Middle Earth, center of the Earth. Got it. Okay. So it takes place in Middle Earth. It's like it's kind of like a variation of Earth. Okay. Um, where there's hobbits, men, elves, and dwarves, and a lot of other creatures like goblins and yeah, like flying eagles. You have dragons, um, and so we have Frodo, who's a hobbit, and his uncle gives him a ring, and it's the most powerful weapon that the enemy Sauron needs to turn the earth into darkness. So Gondor is, a, I mean Gandalf is a wizard, and he takes Frodo, um, or he tasks Frodo with a, with destroying the ring in the fires of Mordor where it was made. And then at first he's accompanied by a dwarf, an elf, a man, and then three other hobbits. And so the man who's accompanying them, his name is Aragorn, and he is the heir to a throne of Gondor. And he's also in love with an elf who chooses to stay in Middle-earth instead of leaving to a land where she can have eternal life. And she chooses to stay for him. And so they go on their journey to destroy the ring and they go through like a lot of obstacles and this 
wizard named Saruman is also like making their tasks harder because Saruman is supposed to be good and he's a white wizard so he's like a step higher than Gandalf is and he's like causing spells. Wait, so he has, since he's white, he has to be good. Don't. Don't. Go ahead. Don't. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> um, but Saruman is now working for Sauron, who's the bad guy, right? And so they go into a cave, and then Gandalf dies, saving them. They later in the movie split up because the temptation of the ring is too strong for the men, dwarves, and elf. And so it's no longer safe for Frodo because then they'll like, try to kill him and take the ring away from him. So Sam, who was a hobbit, accompanying him, accompanies Frodo, and they continue on their quest to destroy the ring. In the meantime, two of the hobbits have captured, and they the dwarf elf and man try to go and find them and they go they find them but the hobbits run into trees that are waking up and they also then later run into a resurrected gandalf so gandalf's back but then gandalf back comes back as a the white wizard so he's like he's got a power up yeah and so the dwarf the elf and the man they go into a near kingdom where a king is there and he's possessed by saruman or like is under a spell and so gandalf goes and he Breaks Saruman's spell, and so in that very in that same kingdom where the king who is now like un, un, not under Saruman's spell, uh, there's orcs who that are part of Saruman's army army, and they're raiding them, and like they're invading lands, and they're trying to fight. And so there's like a whole lot of battles in this movie. I'm not gonna explain every battle because, yeah, there's like a lot of them. It's the best part. The battles they have really good battle scenes uh, for a movie that was made in 2001, 2002. Yeah. <laughs> um. So they have a lot of battles, and they're like a lot of it's like holding the fort, protecting the, the tower, protecting whatever tower it is. And so eventually, all the armies regroup at Gondor, which is Aragorn's kingdom, where the good guys win. Um, the king, the one that we talked about before that was possessed, he has a niece who is who wants to fight, but she's told she can't. She goes and she fights anyways, and she ends up killing one of the like the bad guy leaders. And this is significant because um, like there's a prophecy that says like no man can ever kill. Like this, this guy, but she's not a man, so she ends up killing him. It's pretty cool. Um, after they win, and that, after she they win that war, that in. she's skipping over so many details of the movies, but she wrote that one in. <laughs> Specific. The line is epic. It's the line is dope. Well, it's it's, it's like significant to a point that we're gonna make later, and so. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. We don't roast Um. Well. Another one of the battles that is, that's pretty significant is that, like, the, the two hobbits, they run into, like, talking trees that are waking up from, like, a lifetime of slumber. And so all the trees are really mad at Saruman for, dist- like, destroying their, like, the, their forest and using it to create more orcs. And so all the trees, they, they, like, group up and they destroy where Saruman is staying. And eventually Saruman also kills him, or he doesn't kill him. He dies. He falls off of the tower. It's a little gruesome um so after that they win the war at gondor they go to mordor in order to buy some more time for frodo and sam so on on frodo and sam's journey they run into a creature named Gollum who had the ring for hundreds and hundreds of years in a cave and it like makes them it rots him and he he's really funky looking <laughs> um, yeah it's like it's like meth like, yeah it looks like he's a meth addict that's what it looks like but for hundreds of years so it, it takes a toll of him and so uh, Gollum said that he'll lead Mordor and, or 
Sam and Frodo to Mordu, but eventually he betrays them, and this causes a lot of tension in between Sam and Frodo, and so it basically takes them three movies in order to get to the volcano where they're supposed to destroy it. Yeah, it's a lot. Um, and it's all Sam carrying him. Like, Frodo's really, he whines a lot. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's can't really tempted. He can't fight. Uh, Coward. Insecure. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> just bury him then. Insecure? Where did that even come from? Like, you're just throwing stuff out. Yeah. <laughs> Ugly. Tiny, scrawny. Yeah, he's he like, was insecure. How? He didn't even believe himself in carrying the ring. No, yeah, he did. He, he was, like, no, he confident. Didn't. No, he didn't. He never wanted it. I'm the one who was interested in this ring, not you, Sam. Not you, Sam. <laughs> Sam. Give it that back a, to me. That was the third movie, though. I'm interested with the ring, Sam. You can't handle it. That's what he tells them. And then it comes to... The, oh, man. Yeah, so before... They reach, the, <laughs> they reach the end of the volcano, and he doesn't want to throw the ring away because he's attached to it. Um, but Gollum then hops on him and they have this big old battle and like they both fall into the volcano. Frodo ends up grabbing by the cliff and well the ring is destroyed, peace is restored. Four years later, Fro- Frodo and dies. Gollum dies. Gollum dies. Yeah, you skipped over two important right parts. Gollum dies. It's a long movie, Tristan. Yeah, it's a long what movie. We're, we're going this in. We're going Sam in. Sam carries Frodo. Okay, I said that. This is yeah, not Frodo, not Sam. I'm not going to say every single thing. <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> So, like I said, Sam does all the work for the most part. Photo doesn't. Yeah. And that entails a lot of parts. Okay. Four years later, um, Photo and Bill, Bilbo get the opportunity, or like Grace, how the, or it's a gracious gift that they get to be able to live out eternal lives in the Undying Lands. And we don't know much about that. We Bilbo's just see that they all, ancient. they all show, they all get up on a ship and they leave. Go to undi- yeah. And then Sam lives with his family. And then Aragorn takes his uh, place on the throne. Uh, pieces restored and like the elves and the doors and the men will get along again yeah and that's sword of the rings yeah that's like a forty thousand foot overview of it um because there's a lot of detail that goes into it so if you guys have like you know 12 hours of your life that you're just like meh just watch the lord of the rings you know <laughs> so just a day's worth of just uh, another day it's literally just a day's worth yeah like instead of sleeping just turn on lord of the rings you know so the first point we want to talk about was Sam and how he represents a lot of <clears throat> qualities Sam and a lot was of the freaking goat. Yeah, Sam was really cool. I'm a fan. Why? You only watched so like half of, he like, carries the team. He was so annoying in the first movie, and then all they got. And the team's Frodo. He literally carries. Fro- <laughs> he, there is a moment in the movie <laughs> where he picks Frodo up. <laughs> I know. I was. It's not, it's not just metaphorical, like carrying. Like he's actually carrying Frodo to take the ring. And, Cor- and then all of a sudden, Frodo then, gets his energy, and he's and just running. I was like, what the? And then heck Frodo had more food really and water really? than him too. Remember? Yeah, cause Sam. He was watered yeah. to Frodo. Yeah. No, look. They should have killed Gollum and ate Gollum, but whatever. Um, <laughs> Dude, Gollum's got no meat on his bones. It's, just it's pure better than nothing. <laughs> no, Sam carries... Yeah, he carries the whole thing. Yeah. Like, he's always there for him. He keeps coming back. Even after Frodo, like, keeps betraying him, keeps betraying him. Like, he keeps coming back He keeps forgiving him. him. Yeah, he yeah. keeps forgetting everything. Yeah, and then he keeps coming back, and ultimately, uh, he tells Frodo, throw the ring. And Frodo's standing there looking at the ring, and he's like, it's mine, it's my ring. And he's, like, all evil. And then Sam's, like, dead at this point. <laughs> and like, then he's Sam like, always no, I can't saw him, anymore. like, greater than him. He always, he always called him Mr. Frodo. 
Mr. Frodo, yeah. So yeah, wasn't Sam his gardener? Yeah. Yeah. That's so weird. Yeah. And they're like the same age, so I, n- I never understood why he calls him Mr. It's Frodo. A, it's not respect. Yeah. It's showing that he is lesser than Frodo. Which is crazy because Frodo is struggling with this ring so hardcore, and Sam is not. Yeah. But yeah, he sees Frodo as like this great, you know? But so finally, you know, the ring gets thrown in, everything like that. But Sam's the one. Went with Frodo, um, gives Frodo food, like, the rations, was planning on rationing, he watches Gollum when Gollum's getting out of hand. Yeah. He's, like, staying aware when Frodo's struggling with this burden, and so he's always there for Frodo saying, let me carry this burden with you. And even if he's not carrying the literal ring, like, he's still helping Frodo take the responsibility, I guess, for the ring. And then he, uh, at the end when Frodo leaves, Sam doesn't even get mad. Everybody's cheering for Frodo. Everybody's praising Frodo. And, like, Sam's not even mad about it. He's pretty chill. He's just happy Frodo's alive and they got out of it, which is wild because I'd be pissed. Yeah. I would have killed Frodo. If it was in the edge, I would have pushed him. See? Yeah. And that's why we're not Sam. (laughs) That's why we're Jonah. (laughs) We're not Sam, dude. There's no Jonah in the movie. We're talking Jonah in the Bible. What about Jonah in the Bible? Oh, uh, Jonah wants the people of Nineveh to, like, die. Because he feels like they don't deserve anything. And, like, Bilbo struggled with the ring, too. There's two people that struggle with the ring. No, there's three people that struggle with the ring. There's four people that struggle with the ring. It's the evil guy. What's his name? Gollum? No. Sauron. Sauron. Gollum. Five people that struggle with the ring: <laughs> Sauron, Gollum, dead guy, the guy who died. The whole movie, Morgan. the whole series is about the ring. Everyone yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone has. No, there's it. like moments that like people like have the ring and they okay and they and they you know yeah and then there's what's his name, dead one, uh, Boromir. Boromir. Did I say Gollum? Boromir counts. Boromir, yeah. Then it's like a whole lot more than that, buddy. I'm, I, I think that, that you're talking about like Aragorn you're cool. was tempted by it too. How was, when was Aragorn tempted by it? Because remember when he said, I have to, Frodo told Aragorn I have to leave. Like, yeah, I, I, he's like, he said the ring. He almost reaches for it. But he just like closes his hand, like, you're right. I, I, even I'm tempted to do it. So just go. Remember? Yeah, he's too strong. He's too strong. Aragorn's he, like, he almost got there's people who are more susceptible to the ring compared Everyone to is. other people. All the hobbits are? Everyone's susceptible to it, but there's people that give in, I guess. And, like, Boromir was one of those I mean, Boromir's... His dad told him to get the ring. Yeah, and so then there's... And then Faramir also tried to get the ring. Faramir... There's all these people. Yeah, there's a lot of people. Okay, there's a lot of people. (laughs) But, like, out of everybody, like, Bilbo and Frodo... Bilbo's the one that caused, like, this whole, you know, mischief that they had. And then Frodo travels all that way and then he wants to keep it and so i have everybody i feel like those two should have just been like done like dead should not have been but they're rewarded at the end like you said yeah they get to go to the place of undying lands where they get to live forever mm-hmm. and like um you know sam has to stay back mary and pippin like they're just they're just goons but like sam has to stay back and sam did all that work and like he's not even mad about it and so it's yeah and it's crazy because like we see that gracious gift and like we're given that gracious gift through christ 
mm-hmm. and like Jonah didn't want the people of Nineveh to receive God's grace and mercy. And I feel like we're like that a lot. Yeah. All the time. That's why we're not Sam. Because we would have pushed Frodo. I would have killed Frodo, man. Yeah. Day one. Day one, swimming. When Sam's swimming to the boat, he flips the boat, drowns Frodo, gets in the boat, gets the ring, takes it himself. That's what I would No, the plan was just get the eagles. Eagles drop them off. Boom. Done. Nah. Yeah, so the eagles take him from the mountain to Rivendell. Yeah. Like, they could have, like, at least... You guys don't understand. It wouldn't have worked. They wouldn't have developed this friendship, this bond. But Frodo sees Sam as, like, this guy is going to go no matter what for me. Like, you know? And he keeps Frodo accountable at times. And he's, like, no, like... And he, like, takes the ring or, like, he... He does what he has to. He like wait, shakes him up and stuff like that. And so, but Sam, never judging either. Like, why are you ju- like yeah. this, Frodo? Or like, why are you doing that? Like, it's so simple. No, he right. always supports. Him. He knows the power of the ring. He knows the power of the temptation. Yeah. And I think that's what the ring ultimately represents is like temptation and sin, and all that. And so he's always like, you know. Yeah. Don't do that. And he's keeping him accountable. And he's like trying to be there for him. So, yeah, Sam was. He's a. He's the best character. He's the goat, man. Yeah, you're right. He is. He's the best character out of everybody. So simple. So, so modest. So humble. Yeah, he's a good guy. He has really good speeches, too. Oh, yeah! <laughs> yeah. And, like, he talks about... He's always telling Frodo how um, there's good in the world, that he has to fight for that good. And, like, even at the very end, like, they're they're about to go into Mordu, and they see, like, one little star. And he's like, like, there's... There's good yeah. behind this, and like we're gonna be able to conquer this because they're still good. Look, Mr. Frodo. <laughs> a star. It's a star. <laughs> behind all those shadows. <laughs> he's always hopeful too. Like even when he's about to die, he's like, "There is no return journey home." But he still remembers, like, "Oh, he's still hopeful about it." Like he never loses hope or like anything. He's always like, "He's like, never sad." Or well, remember it started uh, raining or something. What was it? And then Frodo's like, "Not much gets you down, does it, Samwise?" Because, like, like, only rain does. Huh? Only rain. Oh, but that rain might. Yeah, that's what he says. (laughs) And then they're all, like, the next scene, it's, like, pouring. Oh, man. Yeah, no, he's he's pretty positive. He's a hopeful guy. Yeah. And, like, very, like, um, consistent with saying, like, the word good, there's goodness, there's goodness. Mm. And that's, like, a theme that we see a lot in the the movie. They're all saying, well, we have to believe there's good. They're they're still good. Uh, Because, like, it's evil against goodness, right? And so that's what we, talk, we want to talk about a little bit, about the power of good and how we can relate, or if you substitute the word good with the gospel, like the gospel is what's going to get us through this, and the gospel is going to, like, is hope that things gospel are going to get better. good news? Yeah. It does mean good news. And, like, what's the good news? Frodo's going to try and destroy the ring. What's our good news? It's a little, it's a little better than that. It's a little opinion. bit. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I think it's like it, or that we see that it's even strong enough to sustain life, mm. because we see uh, in Aragon's girl, the elf who we talked about in the recap, uh, she's she decides to stay in the in the mortal land instead of going to the undying lands. And so we think that, or I assume I might be wrong, that like the elves are the elves' lives are sustained by good, because then her dad, who's like the head elf, says that her life is now intertwined with the ring's fate so saying that like if they're if evil conquers the world they're just gonna die 
but um as long as there's hope as long as there's good she's going to be able to live and we see that with the tree too like as long as hope endures there's this tree in gondor and it's been dead for a while and i guess it blooms when there's hope it's a little cheesy but it's a little cheesy it's beautiful i was so happy about that tree (laughs) i could tell i didn't really pay attention to top five moments in the movie was the tree it's the top one gandalf coming back the girl the girl killing Gollum coming back <laughs> I love Gollum dude like he was fantastic um Sam no yeah Gollum coming back there was there was a couple where I was like just like jumping up and down dude, you were jumping up and down the whole you don't know me <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. this was his good. first time watching the movie yeah and this is me interested or it's my like fifth time fourth yes, or fifth four, time just since like this third fourth, fourth third or fourth I've watched it at least twice more than you, so. Yeah. Um, Gandalf dies, right? And then Angela and Matt are, like, devastated. Like, oh, my God, does he come oh, back? No, does no, he no. come back? We devastated. We both said, okay, this I is, was like, pretty devastated. Does he come I back? just declared, that's my favorite character, Gandalf. <laughs> Next scene. He's like, fly, you fools. <laughs> God. And I'm like... Oh man, but I was like, like now I gotta pick a new character. <laughs> I was like, you never know in these movies, and I go, I don't believe it. I won't accept it. Oh, and then, yeah, I come back for the third one, and he's still alive, and I go, see? And so me and Tristan didn't know what to say. We're like, yeah, dude, he's dead. Because they have dramatic music after he dies and everything. And I was like, wow, this is, like, this is really legit. And then they came out a year, like, a year apart. So yeah. people, like, lived for a year with knowing that Gandalf was dead. That sucks. Mm hmm. At least I just found out. Like, and then Gandalf, <laughs> like, or not Gandalf, Gollum kind of, like, falls into a hole. And, like, oh, man, he died, he died. Like, I think that even the first time that I watched it, I didn't think Gollum died. Like, he just fell into a hole. Yeah. But Matt and Angela thought he died. And yeah. then and then the whole time, Matt's like, does he jump into a volcano and just, like, reach out for the ring and fall? I was like, that's a little... That's and funny. he did. And he did. Yeah. Heck yeah. But, anyways, there's power. <laughs> top one moment. Hmm? Gandalf coming back from yeah. the dead. Oh, well, that was number one? That was number yeah. one. Oh, wow. Doesn't you know how hyped that was? You were hyped a lot of movies, like ten times. I know. It was good. The power of good. Um, yeah. All the characters believe that, like, that's the number one solution. Like, we have to believe that yeah. there's hope. We have to believe that there's good. Um, that's the only thing that's going to fight the enemy. And we're taught to think the same way about the, about the gospel and that and how the gospel is supposed to solve all our problems. And... It's, like, the number one place that we're supposed to turn to. But I feel like, I don't know about y'all, but I don't think, I don't ever really think that way. Or I do think that way, but that's not my first go-to. Like, I have a problem, I don't think the gospel's going to solve it. I'm going to, like, go to another solution. Or, if you're looking for hope. She's really I like, mean, yeah, what I can, think Jesus, what can but, I do? Yeah. Or what can we control as, like, human beings? I don't really look at that. I mean, maybe with big things. Yeah, with like, big things. you know. Drug addiction, yeah. uh, the gospel, you know, uh, depression, the, depression, like see, and that's stuff like depression, anxiety, all that stuff. We kind of don't think PTSD. That's a big one. Like a lot of mental issues. We kind of don't think that the gospel has that power. Or, yeah. Like, how can a bunch of words on a book and like you hearing about Jesus, maybe if you see Jesus and you experience Jesus. Yeah. But, like, how can this... And it really does. It does have that power. And instead, like, we go you to... You give like, a direct answer with that, too. Yeah. And, like, rather we go, like, to medication or, like, 
even drugs alcohol stuff like that like stuff that we can control and put and feel like physically yeah right away yeah and so uh yeah i feel like i feel like sam has that he's just great man he has that that. mindset (laughs) that like there has to be more good or else what are we fighting for Mm -hmm. and like that's something that i feel like we don't take and you know they're cheering as they're going into battle in the last movie and they're saying to death you know like they've accepted that they're about to die I feel like a lot of the times we don't think of the gospel like that. Like yeah. we're, and sometimes I'm even scared to tell the person like you need the gospel, or you need Jesus, because yeah. I'm like they're gonna think I'm crazy. Like they're just dealing with like anxiety or something small like that, and yet um, we should have the attitude that they have, like to death. Like we should honestly celebrate death to an extent. You know, like, the Bible does mourn and everything like that, but, like, if we know Christ, I mean, what, what is there to be sad about? Like, if they're living a better life than, I, than we are right now, if people would die. Exactly. And so, like, I feel like we should go insane with that mentality, like, when we're taking the gospel, like, mm-hmm. to death, you know? <laughs> but, yeah, I don't think we have, definitely not, I don't think of it as, like, a solution, a pot, a, a, like, uh big solution to like all the world yeah yeah but all the characters in lord of the rings did so we thought that was really cool yeah uh another point that we have is before you move i just kind of find yeah. out like almost every other thing has like two death like people who look in the military like i'm serving for my country live or die mm-hmm. people who republicans democrats i will like live out like this to death sometimes mm-hmm. people gays uh LGBT community to death. People died yeah. over that. And then the VBR Christians reserved, barely talk about it. Mm-hmm. It's funny how like people who like care about other world subjects have like more passion over it than sometimes. Because we'll we'll die for ourselves, but we won't die for mm-hmm. Christ or somebody else, you know. And that's, I mean, Christ died for all of us, and He says for us to live like Him. So, I mean, we are called to die for like something daily. other than us you know yeah daily and like even physical death so it's not uh doesn't sit pretty you know no. doesn't sit well and i think it's much easier for us to be like you know like if we're dealing in our country specifically you know there's poverty there's homelessness yeah. there's uh racism there's i mean that's all over the world all these things we're gonna find um debt all this stuff and yeah we tend to go now eh, let's let the government deal with it or let's go protest let's go riot let's go do all this stuff and like yet you know ultimately really all we need is an understanding of the gospel because once we have that i mean homelessness you're gonna want to take care of others yeah. because take, like how he says uh you see me on the street and you will take me in. yeah because you see them as people who are made in the image of god mm-hmm. these are people who have value because he says so so you go and take care of them um hunger same thing widows same thing all sums up in one word racism exactly racism you're not going to be racist towards a person because you see them as and it made in the image of god um debt you're going to value the money that god gives you you're not going to go i would say that i would say that the bible calls us to be wise with what he gives us Mm -hmm. and like not to just do stupid things with it you know uh and i think we're gonna touch on that a little bit 
like with what you're entrusted with and all that. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I think two points. She's like, well, starts <laughs> writing stuff down. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um. Well, the next point is that uh, when Gandalf comes back, so Gandalf, Gandalf. yeah, <laughs> Gandalf is the wizard, like we established, and Gandalf died by saving Sad. everybody who was on like accompanying Frodo to destroy the ring. The fellowship. No, 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 no. Okay, go off. Gandalf didn't just like die. <laughs> Gandalf. Well, now I know. Sacrificed. <laughs> Gandalf saw the team and he said, I'm Tom Brady. <laughs> and he freaking threw that game winning touchdown so they could get to the Super Bowl. You understand? Gandalf sacrificed everything. That was a bad comparison. But look. Because <laughs> Gandalf, like, died. Because <laughs> okay. I don't know where you're going with the Tom Brady. They're in this, like, underground place where the dwarves are at they're fighting all this stuff and then like there's what goblins are they goblins or are they the orcs orcs okay orcs are coming at them and then all the orcs stop and they're like all looking around because there's like hundreds of the orcs and there's like five six of them and they're all looking around and they're like what the heck's going on and then this just giant demon comes out and Frodo's like, what is that? And Gandalf's like, it's this demon. <laughs> Whatever he says. And he's like, from times ago, from all the world, and all this stuff, right? And then they keep running. And then Gandalf's like, go, go, I'll fight him. And so they're running, and they're going. And then Gandalf's, like, fighting this thing. And that's when he does the famous thing. He's like, you shall not pass. And, like, puts the staff down. You really love this movie, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, dude, it was great. <laughs> and then, and then the rock breaks, the demon falls, Okay. but then Gandalf also falls, and he's, like, hanging, and he's all scared, and Frodo's like, Gandalf, no! And he's all yelling, right? But then they, like, hold him back, because Frodo weighs, like, 40 pounds soaking wet, so this guy's just holding <laughs> with, like, one arm, and then Gandalf goes, fly, you fools, and then he lets go! So that they can move on and get away from this demon. And now I'm like, what happened to Gandalf, you know? Well, it turns out Gandalf ended up in, like, this other dimension. What the heck was it? So he died. He died. He basically saw heaven. But he had to fight the demon. He killed the demon. He killed the demon. In heaven? No. They're, like, falling falling when they're falling down. He kills the demon when they're falling down. Yeah. Then he dies. He dies. He goes into, like, an alternative state, like a cocoon. Yeah. He's a caterpillar. He goes into a cocoon, comes out, immerses a beautiful butterfly, <laughs> a.k.a. white Gandalf, the great white Gandalf. Gandalf the white. You can't see Gandalf the white. You're right. My bad. So, he sacrificed himself, man. Like, he... And then he comes back, and he's, like, more powerful, and, like, he defeats Saruman now, and then he casts out Saruman out of the king. It seems he has, like, more authority, right? Yeah. And so, it was at that time that we decided Gandalf was he he was like the second Adam which is Jesus yeah like he could be compared to second Adam because oh because that's what he says he says, yeah, he actually says I'm that. what Saruman should have been and I'm like dude <laughs> like bro like that's amazing I didn't know? think you love this movie that much dude it was pretty good 
Was it? Am I gonna watch them again? I don't know. <laughs> They're pretty <laughs> long. <laughs> They're pretty long. <laughs> Just watch the unexcited versions. <sighs> but then, what if I miss other stuff? <laughs> then what? I might watch the Hobbits. Um. So the point is, Adam failed. Yeah. Sodom one's evil. Sodom one becomes like an evil wizard, but he he's more powerful than he was good at first. Then becomes evil, and he's like more powerful than Gandalf. Okay. Adam was entrusted with all this stuff because Sodom one has like responsibility over yeah. this over this kingdom over this like realm, and like Adam was entrusted with along with Eve to rule the earth responsibly and everything like that and he was good at first him and eve were good but then they decided to sin ate the fruit that god told him not to eat and then that's it we're all like screwed after that sucks yeah sucks yeah. but then jesus comes okay now jesus we love jesus we love jesus go, yes. <laughs> go jesus okay what was no, surely not me, Jesus. Yeah, that was like on the TikTok now. Is it me, Jesus? That's what it was. It's not you either. Is it me, Jesus? Is it me, Jesus? Yeah, that one was good. So, Jesus comes, and he has to, like, defeat temptation. He has to kind of, like, get, he has to do all this stuff, you know. He, he can't sin. He has to go through temptation. He has to go through tough times. So stressed out at one point that he's sweating blood, it says in the Bible. Yeah. Which is just, like, ridiculous. Like, that that's humanly possible, but you have to be really, really stressed to do really? it. Really? Yeah. You did not? I didn't know that. Yeah, it's humanly possible. I thought it was just, like, a Jesus thing that he was crying about. No, definitely not. Wow. It, yeah, that's you crazy. can sweat blood. Yeah. That's you have to be, like, drawn to a point of stress. Wow. And the reason he was so stressed isn't because of what he was going through out here. Mm-hmm. It was because he knew in that moment he was going to be separated from God. Yeah. Which is insane. Um, That's scary. Yeah. And so he goes, um, so Jesus dies, then resurrects. And when Jesus resurrects, he says, I, all authority has now been given to me on heaven and earth. And it seems like when Gandalf comes back, he has more authority as well. And so we saw that, but also Jesus did what Adam could not, what we could not. He lived life how God intended it for us in the first place. Mm -hmm. And Gandalf says, I am now what Sodom used to be. Um, I think it's Paul who compares him to the second Adam. Yeah, in 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians 15, 22. For all, as in Adam, all die, even so in Christ shall all be made life. Keep reading. Keep going. I'll tell you when to stop. But every man in his own order, Christ the first fruits, afterwards those who are Christ that is coming. Then comes to the end where he will deliver up the kingdom of God, of the Father, when he puts an end to the rule of an all authority and power. You want? No. For he will reign until he has put all his enemies under his feet. The last enemy will be destroyed is death. For he has put all things under his feet. But when he says all things will be put under him, it is re revealed that he also put all things under him in his expectation. John. When all things are subjected to him, and the Son himself will also be subjected to him, put all things under him, that God may be all in all. Keep going. Where are you at? 29. 
What's 45 say? First 45? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in his reign, the first man, Adam, was a living soul. The last Adam was made a living, giving spirit. There you go. The last Adam was made a give, living, giving spirit. And so Paul compares them to... Because Adam means man. And so he compares them to this was the... This was the second. He basically says this is the second Adam. Like, this is the one that uh, did everything that was needed. So, saw that comparison with Gandalf. Uh, it was really cool, too. It was really cool. Blew my mind. I love Gandalf. And it seems like it was foreseen that like, that was going to happen. That we have, like, a white, or we have cut him on the white, and then th- there needs to be someone to be able to, like, mm-hmm. compare him. And Take then he talks about the experience of him being transformed into Sodom on the White. I mean, Gandalf the White. Gandalf And it talks about, like, greater forces at work. Mm-hmm. And so I, I just think it's pretty cool. Like, right after Adam sinned, uh, or and Adam and Eve fell, God had a plan already, and God yeah. knew how he was going to restore humanity, and God knew that he was going to bring himself, or his own image down, and restore his, his glory. And we see, like, a lot of things that are, like, I feel like foreseen in Lord of the Rings. Like, going back to, like, the 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 king's niece and the guy who can't be killed, like, there was a reason that it was that one saying that, was, like, no man, man can kill, kill him, but then, because it was Oh, and then she him. comes in, yeah. yeah and then they, people knew, or somehow Gandalf knew that a hobbit had to take the ring. The ring. Yeah. Like, it couldn't be another species. It only it only could be a hobbit. Because hobbits are, like, less susceptible to the temptation, right? Yeah. Well, I saw, I saw like, a struggle with Gandalf, because, like, when Frodo volunteers to take the ring, it seems like Gandalf's, like, you know, he doesn't like it, but it seems like he also knows there's no other way. Yeah. Like, nobody else is going to take it. And so, um, and then later, he's like, I sent Frodo to his death. So he's saying that, but it also seems like he has a feeling that Frodo's still alive. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, it's just weird. Yeah, it's really weird. Yeah. I was just thinking about that, how they think they all they all knew it was going to happen. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. I think a lot of the times, like, you know, God knew everything that was going to happen. But I think a lot of the times for the people in the Bible, like, they didn't know what was going to happen. They were withholding, they were holding on to this promise and, like, all this stuff. Yeah. But, like, yeah. they were, there were times they were outnumbered. Um, they were in captivity. They were in exile. They were starving. They were, you know, because of the, what they had done in their own. But also, like, um, then Jesus comes and... You know, he doesn't seem like he's basically an underdog. Like, Jesus really is an underdog. He doesn't seem like what they were expecting. Yeah. And I feel like... They had a king and they got a lamb. Huh? They were expecting a king. And they got a lamb. And then he gets slain. And he hands himself over. And he doesn't even put up a fight or anything like that, you know? Mm -hmm. And I feel like in the Lord of the Rings, they're outnumbered. They're weak. They're not what we're expecting as heroes or anything like that. Yeah. And yet, they... I mean, they saved the land so they could live in peace and harmony, and that's what Christ did. So, really good job by the author. What's his name? Tolkien? Tolkien. Man, really good job. He's no C.S. Lewis, but he's good. He's good. He knew C.S. Lewis, he's good. Too, they were friends, yeah. They were, we're buddies. They played golf together. Golf? I don't know. I think they did. Golf. Golf was invented back then. Wasn't, wasn't golf? this, like, not 
Not too this long. This was ago. like the 1930s. I'm pretty sure golf was around. <laughs> How old? Let me say it's the 1930s, right? Hmm? Like 1936, 1939 is when Tolkien met C.S. Lewis. Or when he wrote the books or something like that. All right, and then the last... 15th century. Shut up. <laughs> what? The 15th... Dude, that's like 1400s. Yeah, because it's like pretty much like cricket. Yeah. Eh, ain't nobody like cricket. There you go. Three people do. That's anybody plays cricket out there? I'm sorry. We what, love you. You like cricket? Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the last point I want to talk about is like the how the story of the gospel <laughs> relates to the story of Lord of the Rings. And so bear with me. It's like a really long really thought process or like brain fart you have okay, a whole time like oh, i just, I just <laughs> dude she was she was going off she all out. Oh, oh my god she, she flips it to, she flips it to the back there's like three she other papers she has like a, a, like a powerpoint presentation <laughs> she goes and you can see here israel actually has the same geographical landscape <laughs> as middle as middle earth, earth. <laughs> Okay. You change his name around Sauron. It actually spells out Satan. <laughs> <laughs> you add some words and take some away. <laughs> that was good. That was good. All right, go ahead. Go ahead, Daisy. Yeah, can you guys land? <laughs> <laughs> After we bury her. <laughs> I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> Forget it. It was too. It was too bad. <laughs> <laughs> This is spread out in his infancy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right. Hold on. <laughs> Give me a second. That was a lot. <laughs> we went off. And go. Okay, so it's a long brain fart. <laughs> so bear with me. In the beginning, they lived in harmony, right? Um, the, so there's like a dwarf elf. Um, like a hatred going on in the movie but before that oh yeah yeah the dwarves and the elves and the men they all got along uh, and these rings were created to govern but in the east Sauron was making an evil ring in the east in the east Ooh, do want to go, go on there? no go go on <laughs> yeah if y'all want to learn more about that you can, I'm sure you can like email us or yeah, call I mean, us Adam and Eve they went they were kicked out of the garden to the east yeah Lot goes to the east Abraham goes to the west, Esau to the land of the east. And I mean, even it's yeah, kinda, and even in the temple, east. like the way that it was built, yeah. when you would go into the temple, you were going west, and when you were like going away from the temple, you were going, you're going east. east. Well, so who would have thought? Um, C.S. Lewis knew. I mean, Tolkien knew. Tolkien knew. Was he Catholic though, right? He's Roman Catholic, yeah. <laughs> Most of them don't. Sauron. So in the east, Sauron was making an evil create an evil ring created to dominate. Um, and so then men were faced with this evil. And in the story of Lord of the Rings, uh, a man is the one who got the ring and was able to destroy it in the, in the fires of Mordu. But he couldn't and he fell. And because of this, uh, the evil was allowed to endure throughout time. And the dwarves and the elves, they, that's when their conflict first started and everything else was affected. And so in the same way, life was intended one way. And we're living in the garden, uh, being one with God, living in worship, active worship. And then we wanted to, like, rule and we wanted to be 
more like God and we wanted to have that dominion and we wanted to like be able to govern other things like but on our own without God and so men human was faced with evilness and they fell and it affected everything it affected men and women relationship it affected relationship with friends with uh, their offspring in the same way that the dwarves and the elves relationships were affected along with the men and the hobbit the hobbits um, and then creation was was affected by sin in the same way uh, like these trees went into a state of depression until the battle for against evil began again and so it affected everything and evil was allowed allowed to endure for a while so sin was in the world people were sinning um in the in the movie this evil the spring possessed those who took or possessed over people and including Gollum, including Saruman uh, this other character named Grima, who we didn't mention, but if you watch the movie, you know who we're talking about. Um, nine, the nine men. Um, and so evil possessed. And in the same way, sin kept taking over rulers and um, people, and it was turning us away away from God, you know, like judges when it was at its worst. Men were blinded by ambition and power. And in the movie, we see that um, a lot of the people who were, like, on the good side, they saw that this evil, this ring, blinded men but because of their ambition and power. So they, they didn't take it. They didn't take the ring lightly. We see that Aragorn, like, is by the ring, and he's like, no, Frodo, this is yours. Like, get it away from me. We see Gandalf, like, no, I'm not going to touch it. Gandalf even uses, like, a tweezers to get the ring and put it into an envelope because Gandalf doesn't want to touch it. Um, we see a lot of characters who don't want to touch it. There's this other witch lady who comes in the movie later who has, like, long blonde hair. And Frodo's like, hey, if you want the ring, I'll give it to you. She's like, no, 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 I don't want it. Don't even, like, give it to me. Because it's serious. And sin, in the same way, sin is very serious. Because the ring wants to be found. It wants to be closer to its master. And the stronger it is to murder, the stronger... Or the closer it is to murder, the stronger it is. In the same way, like, our flesh really wants to sin. And we negotiate how close to sinning we can get without actually sinning and so if god is holy and the opposite of holy is like sin and the evilness the closer we are to sin the farther we are from god and the closer that we get to that line of like considering what's sin and what isn't sin like the further we are with god and like the more likely we are to sin and we, we see that a lot in the movie because like the closer that the ring is to murder the, the stronger it is you got it yeah hold on next point and so, um, sin, is, sin is taking over, the, the evil's taking over, the, the ring is, um, what's the word I'm looking for? The ring is, conquering. like, destroying, conquering men, or, I don't know, it's just something to men, or to mankind. I don't know. Um, possessing. Possessing. <laughs> I think it's the it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. Um, Overcoming. Yeah. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's it, that's it. Okay. Um, and so evil, sin, the ring, it had to be destroyed um, for things to go back to how they were intended. And that's what Jesus did on the cross. Like sin, and we talked about, we talked about it previously, like Jesus destroyed all sin. Yeah. Um, and after that, like we can live back, t- or once we know that and acknowledge that and choose to live our lives in that way, we can go back to the way life was intended. So after the ring was destroyed, after the evil was destroyed after there was no more in the world like they were able to go back in harmony we see that what in aragon's coronation we have elves dwarves are all there um the trees are like thriving and they're chilling and they're they're saying good morning to each other (laughs) um 
and so that's why like i think that was the gospel and lord of the rings like the same story they all they all correlate yeah, yeah. no um jane tells a lot <laughs> yeah for every, i mean daisy's swaying right now but white for her brows um yeah life went back to peace and harmony and with christ like he defeated sin he defeated death everything like that we live in that life of peace and harmony knowing everything that we have is just it's taken care of everything's yeah. good and so uh you guys i mean we can all have that life the whole world can live in peace and harmony if we just accept that christ and god is that is life like that's who yeah. we live for that is the purpose that we serve that is our creator and if we live for him you know i don't think we'd be having having the problems that we have right now and in new heaven new earth we eventually get to that point where we're just living every single second for his glory and for him so yeah that is lord of the rings and now we saw the gospel and the bible within it um yeah check it out we hope you guys can get a lot from it and as always we hope that we could glorify god and not ourselves through this podcast um i was thinking about that song cartoons like he talks about cartoons and he's saying like the point of it at the end he's like the whole point of this song is you know we're supposed to worship God even through cartoons and that's crazy like even through movies we could worship God even yeah. through food and stuff like that we can worship God and that's the whole purpose that uh, of this podcast is so we can worship him by bringing the gospel um, in the light of secular movies so thank you for secular, listening though? what I think that one was secular though yeah it was not a lot of people know Tolkien and like all his stuff and all the symbols you know so uh, yeah thank you what's the next movie Whiplash. Whiplash. We'll be doing next. Yeah. So. If you guys want to check it out, that's will be the one we're covering next. Thank you for listening, and we love you guys.